What is up, Triple Cross Podcast fam? We are back at it again. I got my main man, Munt, who is back in the building. Uh, we're going to get into it. Where does Otani land? The A's, are they actually moving to Oakland? And we're talking about a little bit of fantasy and sports betting with Munt right after this message. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Guys, welcome back to the Triple Cross Podcast. I am Matt. That is Munt. We are back at it again. Munt has been away doing extracurricular activities around the world, uh, but he is back on the Triple Cross podcast. Munt, thank you for coming back on the show. Around the world. I've been more or less just locked in the Major League Baseball matrix to a whole nother <laughs> level. That's where I've been. That's where you've been locked in. Okay. Well, uh, to kick off the show... As some folks know, one of my favorite topics is food. So uh, we are both uh, from LA, uh, and I want to know for the folks out there, what? Is, give me your top like one or two places that are just staples that you know you can count on, and what do you get there? You know, my favorite place was ever growing up, and I guess it's kind of an LA place, and it's no longer here. Stew Plantation. Do you ever go to oh Plantation? <laughs> Yes, Suplantation. Yes, I did. But I don't know if I consider that an LA place. Uh, Wait, was, which one did which one did you go to? Which one uh, did you go Brentwood. to? Brentwood. Yeah, okay. 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 Yeah. So I'm trying to count. Did you the the corn the um the cornbread? The cornbread? Uh, you I, know, the cornbread. I actually think I remember you hyping up the cornbread back <laughs> in the day when I told you about that place. But yeah. All right, all right. Real restaurants. Real uh, real LA. Uh, Islands was a place that I grew right. up loving, and I actually. Worked right, I'm going to steer this in the right direction because okay. it's getting way off course. Islands is not is, is not specific to LA. Okay, how do you feel about how do you feel about Apple Pan? Oh yeah, I mean Apple Pan, like okay, OG Apple Pie, but the Hickory Burger can't go wrong with that. Okay, how do you feel about Tito's Tacos? I feel like it's better drunk food than like sober <laughs> food. Why were you a okay. big Tito's guy? No, I just remember uh, there were a few times before we would play a game. Uh, we, I do remember it may have been basketball. We were went to Tito's Tacos, and I, I think it was before, and it was a bad decision. I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a bad decision. Yeah. All right, so you're you're voting for Apple Pan over Tito's Tacos. Fair enough. Um, I agree with you. Okay. How about? Diddy Reese. Uh, I only waited in line once because it's what like 45 minutes to get an ice cream sandwich. Basically. No, no, yeah, it was at least 30, at least 30 minute wait. Okay. You didn't go during prime time hours, apparently, at nighttime when everyone. I mean, they're they they're, those lines move, those lines move quick. I don't know. Well, uh, I just went recently. Oh, and yeah. uh, they have a deal you can get a dozen cookies for like. 350 okay. which is actually still a deal 
back in the day, a cookie used to be a quarter and an ice cream sandwich was a dollar. I mean, we're we're not that much different than age. I'm I maybe you don't remember that uh time, but uh yeah. Um okay, so for folks that are watching, if you're in LA, Apple Pan has month's stamp of approval. Uh <laughs> it's on it's on Pico, right? Or yeah, Olympic. It's on Pico. It's on Pico. Pico. So fries Apple Pan. Burgers, great. Apple They've been there almost a hundred years. So if yeah. you're in LA, Apple Pan's where it's at. Um uh, so yeah, I'm a big fan, but you know, you know, Google took over the mall across the street, West side pavilion. I know. Yeah. yeah they're building up. Yeah. They're building all that out. Yeah. yeah, I do. Um, before we get any further into it, we have to call out our sponsors. Um, so, uh, just wanted to give a shout out to Yeet sunglasses, go to yeet sunglasses.com. Uh, use promo code BELLYUP for 10% off. Um, also, we are doing uh, two tickets to an MLB uh, game uh, of your choice. So the link is in the description. Make sure you fill out all that information to win uh, two free tickets to the game of your choice this year. Um, and then we'll also be doing a gift card giveaway uh, at the end of the show on playback. If we hit 25 likes, so make sure you like this video, subscribe. Uh, we are going to do a $25 gift card if we hit 25 likes. If we do not, we will still do a giveaway on playback. Uh, it just won't be at that $25 level. Um, so you guys so, will do Yankee games? What's that? You guys will do two tickets to a Yankee game? It, if that if that is, yes, we will do two tickets to a Yankee game. That's if, like, if whoever is in there. what's that? <laughs> It's like four hundred dollars right there. Well, no, we have a limit on how much. Okay. <laughs> I mean, look, you you could go to any MLB game and spend four hundred dollars, depending on where you're sitting. I don't think you can do that in Oakland. Mm. Nah, possibly, possibly <laughs> you would have to probably buy twenty tickets, like premium, like level. Yeah, that's they a good point. Action, if you do that. That's a good point. I have been I've been there a few times, and yeah, you can just basically sit wherever you want. Um, but now we can get in the show. I know Munt, you are hyper focused in baseball fantasy and betting right now. Tell me what a day in the life of you looks like right now. So I go very hard in the paint. Basically, uh, we're gonna start and game time the day of because that's when my day like starts starts or at least that's where I get my rhythm I watch all the games uh I'll talk about what I how I play my stuff but I watch all the games and the games end then it's the next day slate so it's like 10 p.m at night 10 30 at night I love this pitch clock because games don't go on till 11 30 anymore that's true uh, yeah on the west coast that is so then after all the games I analyze all the upcoming games I make 150 25 cent teams on FanDuel that can win uh, $500 for first, but they can all win top 20% win. So I make Wait, a- you make 125? No, 150 teams. That How long does it take you to make that? 25 cents each. Um, altogether about two and a half hours. Okay. And then after I finish those 25 cent teams, I'll then go to sleep. I'll wake up the next morning. I Let's just say there's no day games uh, for this sake for that right okay so I wake up the next day then i go to DraftKings and i do 151 dollar teams 
And first place for those are usually like 2,500, 1,500, somewhere in that range. So I make all 300 teams. Um, I then do some drafts on underdog, which are like six person drafts. You draft five hitters and one pitcher. So I'm competing against all those people, 1K for first and that. And then the games begin. I'm watching all the games live. I got MLB TV. And yeah, then I just carry over what I make from that day and carry over the next day. Some days I run hot. Some days I run not so hot. I'd say I'm uh, pretty much Chris Davis, the post <laughs> Chris Davis, where it's like home run or 0 for 4 with 3K. So what does a team consist of? Like when you say you're building a team, like are you building a nine-man roster? Like, a nine-man like roster a- with one okay. pitch you got a salary cap so you got to stay within that salary cap Mm, okay and And you're competing against everybody else like thirty-seven thousand people twenty-four thousand other people okay so in order to hit the grand prize do you have to come you have to be first or you have to be in the top first you have to be first to get the grand prize but the top 20 percent get paid i ran how many times have you been first i ran really hot in may you know okay like late april and uh and early may and i went like 6k in three days was just killing it killing it and since then i've been close like i come in fourth place i come in 23rd place i come in 13th place 32nd place but it's really just all my life force is going towards coming in first place. Every so time. if you, but if you, you're in the top 20, you still get a pay as a top 20? Top 20%. Top 20%. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so as long as you're in the top 20%, you're still making something. But okay. yeah, it's, it's a, it's a grind. It's hard in the paint, but I love it. And you know, it's either that or like, I'm going to get a little personal here. It's either that or have a girlfriend, you know, go on dates come home, watch TV, go to sleep. And I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, I feel like watching baseball is a little more entertaining than the same mundane relationship. I mean, I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I mean, like you're, you're, you're making fantasy lineups every night and the baseball season's what? It's nine months or whatever, eight months. So you even have time. Yeah. And well, I mean, when you switch sports, so you go into other, other modes, but yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. it's at, it's at nighttime. So like you have, yeah. What do you watch Netflix and chill or build teams? And the thing is, is like, you obviously are successful at it, right? Like you have proven yeah. yourself, even though you may have times when it doesn't work out, but over like the long run, you have like positive net positive. Been so, doing it since 2010, 2011. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, if anyone's interested in learning about what Munt can do for you for fantasy or sports betting, he is an expert. He's been doing this for quite a while. I actually did do some sports betting because I was like, oh yeah. I mean, my friend, I what uh, another friend, he like won, I don't know, ten or twelve thousand dollars. And he put an 800 and I was like, oh, well, I can do it. And then I did. And I quickly realized that I can't do it. Did you do uh, fantasy or just picking games? Uh, I was doing, I was picking just games. Okay. It was, it was during football, football season. I think I was mostly picking the favorite and quickly realized like, yeah, this is not going very well. 
So you got to be that sharp. ship sailed very quickly. Um, but it's probably a blessing in disguise because I I didn't lose that much. Where I feel like you could you could dig yourself a real real hole. By the way, this is not any financial advice whatsoever. Um, and there is risk in gambling and betting, uh, but Munt is proven. If you do want, like, maybe, do you, you offer personalized service for folks? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, for sure. so if you do want, like, actual real advice, like personalized advice, um, beastome.com, you can find Munt there yeah, uh, and get some. Beast.beastome.com as well. Yeah, so uh, that is a little a little info on Munt. Um, and, yeah, every sport, baseball, basketball, football. Right. Yeah, those are the yeah. three. No hockey. No, no, that's the only three sports. Yeah, no hockey. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not yet. No. Not yet. <laughs> Ever since the lockout back when we were kids, I just stopped like yeah. hockey after that. I feel yeah. I feel yeah. All right. So, uh, folks, welcome in to the show. If you're just joining us, make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you uh, click on the link below uh, the description to to win two MLB tickets to a game this year. We're going to be doing that giveaway. Uh, I don't know exactly when, but hopefully uh, shortly. Uh, we are doing a giveaway at the end of the show, too. Um, so make sure you stick around for the end of the show. Um, but let's get into the show. Um this was a few days. I think it was on Tuesday, maybe Monday. I get that because there was a holiday, so I'm getting my days all screwed up. But Stroman threw a one hitter against the Rays, complete game, which today throwing a complete game is like completely insane. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to look at that, watch that game, or oh, see the highlights. Or all of them, all of them. Okay, yeah. So, like, what did, I mean, that is, and against the Rays, too, that was the most surprising thing. Yeah, Stroman's, Stroman's been great for the Cubs. He had a few games going into this where he went, like, eight innings, eight Ks, 11 Ks, and then he threw that complete game. Uh, and you, like you said, against the Rays, amazing. That team is so stacked. Like, they have guys that are hitting over 300 that are part-time players because that team is just so stacked. Uh, but very impressive performance. What else yeah. is there do, to say? Do you, do you think that there is a world where we go back to pitchers having more complete games? Do you think that world exists or you think that that ship has sailed? I think that ship has sailed. Managers are soft on pitchers' arms. Like, even if they're at 86 pitches through six innings, they'll probably pull the pitcher. You know, 100 pitches, like that clear cut mark that they won't let him get past. Yeah. I, I, I am kind of in agreement with you, although I, I'm in agreement, although I'm a little, a little sad that that doesn't happen more often because it is like a cool, it's a cool moment when, you know, for example, like when you're pitching yeah. in high school, like to go like a personal, like you want to complete, you want to finish the whole game. You start it, you want to finish it if you're doing well and it's like a personal achievement where pitchers aren't even really getting that opportunity for a lot of different reasons. Um, the only guy that I can think of that like could maybe have a shot uh, at throwing a, a good amount of, of complete games would be Otani. But I feel like, you know, with all the pressure on him to perform hitting too, um, it may, it may prove too difficult um, to actually have him 
throw a lot of complete games. Yeah, his arm is worth too much for him to go over 100 pitches. But, I mean, you look at, like, what Dusty Baker did to, like, Mark Pryor, Kerry Wood, Carlos yeah. Santorano. Those guys were throwing 120 pitches a game, and they lasted, you know, four or five years, and that was it. Yeah, no, I know. It's uh, it's sad that they had the, their careers cut short, and it's smart what they're doing now, for sure. Yeah. But yeah. speaking of, like, pitching uh, – Duran threw 104 miles an hour four times in, like, I think the same inning. And, <laughs> like, if you threw 98 maybe a decade ago, like, you were bringing heat. And now it's 104 four times. That oh, That yeah. is insane. How do you even hit that? Like, do you just swing as soon as he let goes of the ball, basically? I mean, the the thing that runs through my head, I'm like, okay, he's hitting 104 four times. And I'm thinking of specifically like Nolan Ryan because they had, I think they had speed radar guns then, but they probably weren't as precise. And I'm thinking like, okay, how fast, because some people have said he's hit 106, 107 miles an hour. Um, but like how many times would he hit triple digits in a, in a single game? Um yeah, I don't know how you hit that. I, I honestly, you just pray. <laughs> you swing and you pray. And you also pray you don't get hit by that pitch. <laughs> Seriously. Or you just hope that they just throw balls, right? That would probably be my strategy. Like, I know I'm I'm not going to hit 104 miles an hour. Like, that's ludicrous. Or I just try to bunt. Just put the bunt down. <laughs> and ground out or pop out, basically. Yeah. I would, I would just be like, well, I'm not going to swing. I'm just going to bunt or hope that it's a ball. Or try to get hit. That would be my strategy. Or you do um, the fake bunt, like so you look and then you get the ball. Right. If anyone has any interesting strategies they would have to face a hundred and four mile an hour fastball, please drop it in the chat. I'd love to hear what you have to say. I wouldn't crowd the plate too. I would be absolutely terrified. Actually, you know what I would do? Maybe is I would like crowd the plate a little bit, but my body would be t- turned like facing the catcher so like i would be in preparation of getting hit by the ball and i would have for sure like the most ridiculous uh padding on my like arms and legs <laughs> i'd wear one of those like flat jackets just i case. would have one of those like you know the long um like the helmets when they have the thing that yeah, comes yeah. across your face yeah yeah um, at, that, at that point, you just get the full football cage across the. Might as well, <laughs> yeah. I like, yeah, 104. That's just. I don't know. Do you know. remember when they tried to make the football helmet a thing in baseball when we were little? Like the, the uh, like in little league. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, no. they were doing that in my little league. Like all the hmm. kids saw wearing those. It wasn't a good look. Yeah, that's not a good look. Although, I mean. You know what's always interesting to me about hockey players? They don't wear, um, like, they have either no shield or they have, uh, actually, a lot of them don't have a shield. They just have the helmet, and they have nothing protecting their face. Crazy. And I I asked someone who plays ice hockey, um, and he said, because if you wear just a plexiglass shield, that it gets in your peripheral vision to see, to look down at the puck. And same with like protecting your uh, face. But I'm like, yeah, but you don't have any teeth when the season is over. So 
what are your choices? I would get the full on face from like forehead to chin covering mm-hmm. like a full visor. You know what they didn't have when uh, we were playing? It's actually a relatively new piece of equipment. Is the uh, is the mitt is the mitten or the uh, the uh, what do they call? Not is it the mitt mitten? Oh, for when they're stealing bases. And stuff? Yeah, when is yeah, it yeah. the mitten or the glove? I feel, I'm mixing this. I up. know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Trey and all the time. Yeah, Trey Turner wears it, and they actually put it in their back pocket when they're like <laughs> coming up to to bat in anticipation that they're going to get on base. I would like to try one out just to see what that's all about. Um, I actually, actually, I don't know if you remember this, but I broke my finger sliding into second base in high school and I broke my hand. I don't know if you remember. So I could have, yeah, it's, I mean, it's been, I I mean, I was in a cast. Did you play through it? No. Oh, I think I played through it during that game, and then I like at at the end at the end of the game, like it swelled up, and I had a cast and everything. So I probably could have used that mitt. Um, but Sorry, remember, it's like your sophomore year, right? I think it was my senior year, maybe. Uh, year, okay. I don't know. It was a long time ago. But yeah. regardless, they've come out with new uh, advanced technology to make everyone safer, and I'm glad. This doesn't have anything to do with the 104 miles an hour because if you get 104 miles an hour in your hand with a mitt, it's not going to help. Um, moving on, Judge hits 18 home runs. He's got 18 on the year. Do we see him maybe approaching his record? I mean, through the same pace of however many games have been played, he had 18 home runs then. I mean, mm-hmm. it really looks like it's on autopilot with him. Him and Pete Alonso, you throw a ball that's like high in the zone, they're just yeah. like uppercutting that thing to 450 yeah. feet. It's pretty Dude, al- almost like reminds me a little bit about Bonds. Mm, I don't know. I Barry mean, was something else. I know, but it's like almost auto. Like Bonds was like, yeah, you hit something like anywhere near the plate, it's like a home run. Yeah. It's, it's, I didn't say it was exactly. I'm saying it's similar. Okay, fine. It's the closest thing we have to Bonds. The, the closest thing. But it is. like, And also, Judge is so much bigger than Bonds stature-wise, too. Yeah. So his strike zone, like his reach is much larger. Um, but he does have a longer swing than Bonds. Like, Bonds was short and quick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he also was doing some other extracurricular activities he too. Too, which was way tougher, but still, you know. Well, I don't. But he do. He had the uh, right field was way shorter. Yeah, but there's you know any home runs that go into right field. Like what he did was amazing with the ocean breeze and all that. I don't. I'm not giving him that much credit. I'm not. I'm giving, giving I mean, come credit. on. It was it was 300 and whatever 20 feet down the line. That's a pitcher's I mean, park. Yeah. Pitcher's part, but I think Judge could potentially come close to his his record this year. I mean, we'll see. It'll I mean, be a better. Oh, go I, ahead. I was gonna say, don't forget, like for the last month of the season, it seemed like he couldn't even hit a home run last year when he was like right. about that record. So he definitely can do it again. Maybe he will. The, since that pressure's gone, he's just like, yeah, I'm just gonna let it fly. But yeah. Might yeah, well. it's um, pretty impressive. Also, I 
didn't know this. I just got information from Justin who sent this, uh, our good friend Justin who can't be on the show with us tonight, but he sent an article or video where um, they've been doing some standing ovations for some of the players that like come back to their old team or whatever. But since there's the pitch clock now, they actually, the team has to submit approval before the game to get a standing ovation (laughs) for a player to come. Um, That seems a little ridiculous, but I don't know. What are your thoughts? You know, Freddie Freeman, when he went back to Atlanta this year, obviously second year, um, he didn't know if the Braves were going to give him a standing ovation and they did give him a standing ovation. So he just had to use his timeout instead. So it's not really even like that big of a deal. You That's know? true. I guess you can use your timeout. But also I'm like, dude, why can't the umpire just be like recognize <laughs> like that there's something going on here? You know, like I, I feel like that rule is going to be adjusted kind of like when a pitcher gets injured or whatever that doesn't count for anything you know there's certain like odd circumstances but um yeah we'll see how that i just find that hilarious that they actually have to have permission to i love the pitch clock though on that oh game. yeah i love it like yeah i was watching a game earlier today and it's like chris sale pitching and i figured you know maybe Chris Sale's about to step on the rubber, you know, all that. But then they show the pitch clocks at eight and I'm like, Oh, thank God he's about to pitch. Like, <laughs> it goes so quick. Yeah. You know? I, I, I am a fan and there's way less um, like uh, what do I want to call them? Problems or whatever interferences when pitchers or hitters, like I feel like everyone's getting on the same page and there's less of delays with that. So I'm a fan. Yeah, I think yeah. there'll be tweaks. Um, but yeah, as as a fan of, like we do Monday Madness on on playback on Mondays with everyone. Everyone who's watching, we do Monday Madness with me on, on Monday. And we, all we do is watch games for about 45 minutes to an hour. And we just switch between games so there's no commercials. And so games are moving quick, right? So we're always switching, always switching. Um, so I'm, yeah, I like it. Uh, it's good. Uh, it's good for baseball. Um, for folks that are watching, uh, make sure that you hit the, uh, there, there's a, a link in the description to, uh, win two free tickets to an MLB game of your choice. If you've not filled that out yet, please do. Also, we are doing a giveaway today. So for every 25 likes, we are doing a $25 MLB gift shop, uh, gift card, if we don't get to 25, we will do a uh, giveaway on playback after the show. So make sure you stick around. There is a link in the description for playback. It's another platform that we use. Um, we can watch games on there if you connect your TV provider and, and whatnot. Um, so just giving you a heads up there. Um, I want to get into not the meat of the episode, but almost the meat. Uh, Ronald Acuna... He could. I'm going to look up his stats right now because I didn't pull them up. But do you think he has a chance at becoming the first 40-60 player? I mean, he's so amazing. And with the size of the new bases, it seems like it's so easy for these stolen base guys to get stolen bases. Like Ruiz on Oakland, that guy is stealing the base. Oh, I know. Is a, he gets on base. 
And same yeah. with the Kuna. So yeah, I'm sure there's it's gonna happen. Could happen. I mean, he's got so as it stands right now, he has eleven home runs and twenty-three stolen bases. So he's basically got to four X his home runs, which he could. Yeah, once summertime. stolen bases. Stolen bases, I think, is definitely in it's more controllable than home runs for sure. Um, yeah. he's only got caught four times last year. He had 29 stolen bases in the whole year and he already has 23. He missed time last year, but yeah. Um, he did, but he still had 533 plate appearances. Oh, okay. okay. Well, I mean, so here, so to, so give you an example in 2019, he had 715 appearances, plate appearances, and he had 37 stolen bases. And he's base. already got – so 37 in 2019, he's already got 23 this year. And who knows if he's even hitting leadoff in 2019. That's kind of a new thing for him. Yeah. He did hit 41 home runs in 2019. So we know he can hit 40. Oh, yeah. Uh, God, he's only 25 years old. Yeah, That's he's crazy. Special. My God. You know what's crazy to me that I found out the other day is the Dodgers had Jordan Alvarez. Did you know that? I feel like I did. And they trade him for Josh Downs, uh, reliever. That's crazy. Jordan, yeah. I feel like I, I saw that. In, uh, yeah. Hmm. And the Dodgers also have Brian Noda, that first baseman for Oakland, who's doing pretty well for them. Well, you, you also know who the Dodgers had was uh, Paul Canerco. <laughs> but they actually trade him for someone. <laughs> they got uh, they? closer Jeff Shaw. Yeah, but when Paul Canerco went to the White Sox, he just went crazy. Yeah, but at least they like got And the Dodgers game. also had Mike Piazza. Yeah. <laughs> they had another first baseman that they were trying to play. Was Karos on the team then? Is that what was going on? Um, I don't know. I kind of looked at um, Paul. Sorry. I feel like Paul Canerco was. Right after Karos. I feel like he was. I feel like there. he might. Like they did have. A, I feel like that's why they got rid of him is because they had someone else at first base and they couldn't play him both. So, so Paul Canerco was. So Paul Canerco, he was on the Dodgers in nineteen ninety eight. No, this was dude, this was after Karos. He played after Karos. Okay. So he started playing with the White. He actually got traded to Cincinnati first, For Jeff and Shaw. then and then the White Sox. Um, but yeah, huge missed opportunity for the Dodgers. For all Dodger fans out there, if you do remember Paul Canerco, Jordan he had a great bigger miss. But yeah, keep going. Yeah, he had a he had a solid solid career with the White Sox. Uh, yeah, it's like the second closest thing to Barry Bonds. Aaron Judge might be one. Jordan Alvarez is two. <laughs> yeah, uh, Paul Canerco. Ah, darn. Um, all right, we're getting a little sidetracked. Let's let's get back on the wheel. We got to talk about Otani. That's why we're here. Okay. So the trade deadline end of July. So we still have two months left. However. We are starting to hear some little rumors and tidbits of information. My first question, Iman, is do you think Otani, does he get traded before 
the trade deadline or does something happen in the offseason? I don't know. It feels like the Angels are still kind of in that AL West hunt. And as long as they're in the AL West hunt, then there's no reason to trade him. I mean, yeah, like, they can get a ton of value, but isn't the whole point of having Otani is to win it? And this is like their best chance maybe to do that. So, so you think just because they're in the hunt, you think they still have a chance? They might as well keep him, you know, because once he's gone, he's gone forever. Right. Well, that's an easy thing for you to say, but they got to pony up some some buku bucks, right? <laughs> I mean, I think we both agree that Otani right. is probably going to stay on the West Coast. Yeah, it seems right? like the Dodgers are a lock at this point. Okay, so let, like, if we were to go down the list of, we we only have the the ALE, AL West and NL West. I don't think he's going to Texas anywhere in Texas. So we have the Mariners, the A's, the A's. In a weird way, I mean, I guess it would be – no, it probably wouldn't happen. They wouldn't sign him now. I was thinking like, oh, if they were in Vegas right now, then that would be an interesting uh, move. So I'll let's, let's rule the pieces. Oh, if you're just saying just signing, no trading, then yeah, maybe. But, okay, what about the Mariners? I mean, following in the steps of Ichiro. Okay. But so so, so the, we got the Mariners, we got the Dodgers – got the angels do you think the giants are in that at all it's a good atmosphere just because they got that big chinatown down there but and he's a and he's a lefty and he's a lefty second closest thing to barry bond yeah um i don't see it it. you don't see it you don't see it being like the dodgers just beat for sure doing it don't you what about the padres because the padres have been making some huge moves yeah, but it really hasn't been paying off. I mean, there's still plenty of time left in the season, but I don't. I see him just staying in LA. Feels like he so. Made, you think it's the Angels or Dodgers? I think it's the Dodgers. I don't even think the Angels are in it after this year. Okay, so if you think it's the Dodgers, which I would be super stoked, and that would be awesome. Do you think it's something before the trade deadline, or do you think it's the off season? Uh, if I had to put money on it, I would say he stays with the Angels through the rest of the season because the Angels mm. still get in that AL West hunt and win it. Okay, and that's the whole point. If you don't, if, you, if you're not in it to win it with them, then you never will be. Right. Yeah. Uh, folks that are watching, do you think where do you think Otani is going to go, and is it going to be before the trade deadline or after? All right. Like, so let's say he goes to the Dodgers. Yeah. Uh, which would be awesome. Um, let's think about how that affects Jason Hayward. Like, are we looking at a half a billion dollar contract? Where are they going to do about Jason Hayward and David Peralta? So I mean, gonna... yeah, they're going to have to make room for them. <laughs> do you think, you think, oh, Michael thinks the Mets in the offseason? Ooh. I mean, it could be the Mets or the Yankees, but it just seems like Otani's just happy being in the wet. Like, he's being in New York sucks, right? Like, you're living in a tiny little box. I know, obviously. Well, I don't know if he would be living (laughs) in a tiny little box. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, here's my thing is I think he just – he's gotten used to probably the lifestyle out here and – it's completely different. Also, just the fact that he can go back to Japan 
is a much easier flight than going from the East Coast too. You're saving five or six hours. I yeah, mean, like what once a year? I mean, I don't know. You know, it just. I think. I think it probably. It's probably that and the lifestyle. That's what I would. And also, I would New say. York fans suck. Like New York fans will love you one minute and then hate you with all their guts the next. Like you don't get that in LA. Adam says being in LA sucks just as bad as New York. Wow. I mean, I'm not arguing too much, but <laughs> I will. That one. I mean, I I think so. I'm just curious of the contract size. Like, are we looking at a half a billion dollars? When all the money that they could find in their bank will go to Otani, hmm. every single penny, a trillion dollars. So let's let's see how let's let's get into Otani a little bit. I don't even know. I think he's like twenty eight. I maybe yeah. He's twenty eight. That's for sure. Yeah, he's twenty eight. Uh, so he will actually be twenty nine. Uh, july 5th so in a month so if you sign him to ten say years. like a 10 year half a billion dollars so 50 million dollars a year deal i love it and he can own the oakland a's or the vegas a's at that point once uh, his contract's up yeah i mean he could be one of these guys too that like he plays like into his 40s for sure like, because not only, I mean, maybe not pitching, right? But right. being a DH, and now, now that the now the DH is in the NL, that's a possibility. So, yeah. um, oh, you know what I need to do? Really? So many players got screwed in the 90s by the DL only being in the American League. Like, so many players' careers could last longer. Trying to think of one person. Griffey could have played longer. Bonds could have played longer. Why did Barry Bonds leave? Did he leave for a specific reason? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure why he left, to be honest. But, yeah, he could have played. He could have gone to the A's and played. He could have gone to the Angels. But Pujols, you know, Pujols wouldn't have played as long as he did. Yeah, Pujols might have not even gone to the Angels if it wasn't for the DL in the American League. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I think I've, I've said this before. I think there's a lot of players that like are retired. I mean, maybe not like retired where like they're Griffey or Bonds or whatever, but they just retired like a pool holes. Like you could have him on the bench and just be a, a guy on the bench, a clubhouse guy, and he could still hit it. He had a good season last year, too. Like, you know, but I don't know. There's other personal reasons why people, you know, move on from from playing. Um, but yeah, I think, look, Otani in my mind, uh, uh, he, I, I think the Dodgers have the winning, the winning bet here. The only other team in my mind that I can think of that would have a chance would be the Yankees just because they are the Yankees and they have the, the bag of cash too. Uh, but they are on the East Coast. So, I mean, like, dude, if you think about Otani, if you had Otani, Rizzo, um, Stanton, um, what's that? Judge. Judge, yeah, sorry. Uh, oh, my gosh, that lineup's insane. Yeah. But 
We'll see. I don't know. I, I do agree with you if he uh, he does stay with the Angels if they are in the race through through the um, through the end of the year. So we'll find out. Uh, Adam does not want the Dodgers to get uh, Otani, but you know that's they, I've got it. Human nature. <laughs> yeah, human nature. Dodgers uh, just get everyone they want. Oh, so oh. Michael thinks Steve. Michael thinks the Mets. Steve Cohen is going to pay him. Everyone's okay. going to pay him, though. Yeah, everyone. Will it's pay going him. to be an interesting, interesting off season if it stays that far. And, he can, and then he can live in a box, in New York. Right, <laughs> a big box. Um, all right. So uh, I wanted to mention this. Speaking of bonds in the Bay Area, but. Uh, uh, Jack Swininski, is that how we pronounce it? Swinski. He hit, yeah, he hit two into the bay uh, in one game. The only other person to do that was Bonds. Pretty remarkable. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was he's notable. Got he's got good pop. Pirates are forcing him to hit against lefties now, so he's getting that everyday treatment. He was only playing against righties for most of his career, but now playing every day. He's a definitely a future 30-plus home run guy, no doubt. Where okay, of all the teams that are like in the in the hunt that are new, the we'll we'll count the Orioles, the Pirates. Um, I'm not gonna even count the Rays. But let's go. Or was that a Diamondbacks? No, I was gonna say the Twins. Do they count? Nah, Twins don't count. No, Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks are tied for first place right now. The they, they have some good things going with them. Their pitching's really not that great, but that top of that lineup is all hitting really well. Who are you most surprised about of all those? Oh, oh the Pirates for sure. I mean, the Pirates seem like they had a minor league roster going right? into the season. And now they're what? Are they first place in the NL? So they're uh, they're a half game back uh, okay. behind the Brewers right now. And that's the, I feel like that's even more of a surprise because the Brewers got rid of pretty much everyone. And here they are in first place. Yeah, but what about the Cardinals? The Cardinals are 25 and 32. They started slow. They're starting to get it, their momentum going. If I were to make any future bet for a team to win the World Series, I'd put it on. Well, I'd put it on the Twins, but the Cardinals are a good team to nationally to get good value. You think the Cardinals have a shot at winning the World Series? They can definitely make the playoffs, and then from the playoffs you can hedge. But they can definitely mm. get back to the top of that NL Central. Who was your other pick, too? Uh, the Twins. Mm. They're still getting pretty good odds. I liked them preseason, but now they're, they're still – still they'll make it. Okay. Got- Let me ask – let me talk – I don't think we've talked about the Rays since because you've been, you've been gone doing magical things in the world. But the Rays are 40 and 18. They have a 690 win percentage. Do you think they keep this up? Or do you think they come back to earth? Uh, they'll keep it up. They got so much. All those guys really do have a lot of talent. Like it's not, it's not really fluky at all. They're just all putting it together at the right time. And I don't see it stopping. I mean, this team was in the World Series how many years ago against the Dodgers? Two thousand or two thousand twenty? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You know, they they got the winning formula. They know it's what they're doing out there. Hmm. Um, yeah, I was thinking about like, do they win? How close do they get to the record of 116 wins? I mean, they would have to pick it up 
the pace a little bit. Uh, but they're like they're in striking distance of getting there. Um, so we'll kind of see how that all unfolds. But the AL East is just uh, so stacked. Do you think in, in the future, because now baseball is blending, like all the teams are playing each other in every, like all 29 other teams. Right. Um, do you think it'll just be like, American League, National League, or like we'll get rid of the Central and we'll just put throw the Central in both the East and the West. You know, I saw that they want that, and then like the East Division would have the Phillies, the Mets, the Yankees, and the Red Sox, and everyone's talking about how like angry everyone would be at everyone, and it caused World War Three right there. <laughs> but uh, no, I think they just keep American League and National League. Might as well. Yeah, but That's- what about if you get rid of the Central? Ah, keep the central. Really, just keep it. Okay. Yeah, it's too traditional. You know, might as well. This this wasn't in our in our notes or whatever. But do you think there's an expansion teams down the road at all? No. Do you? I I wouldn't put it past if I mean if baseball wants to grow, like there hasn't been expansion team since the Diamondbacks and. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was the Rays and the Diamondbacks. No, no, no. The Diamondbacks and Rockies and the Rays. Who did the Rays expand with? Um, The Rays and the D-backs came at the same time. But I could No, it was the Rockies. Okay. Yeah. It was the Rockies, Diamondbacks, the Rays. I think it may have been the Rays and... Yeah, I, I'm I, not sure. I will say this. There's definitely enough talent in the minor leagues where there can be, and also even across the major leagues, like bench players, where there could be more baseball teams. Because, like, the Rays, they have two different lineups. They have, like, you know, yeah. guys on their bench hitting 300 every single game. So I could see it for sure. Do you think uh, it would be a city that already – like like a new city or like an expansion, like say, for example, um, a city that doesn't have, who's a big city that- Get, get Montreal, the Expos back. That's what they need. <laughs> Mo- I mean, hey, we, we, we talked, we had a whole episode of expanding internationally. That was a whole, a whole thing. We went all, we went to all seven continents and we expanded all, all baseball across all seven continents. That was a whole- whole different uh, conversation. But yeah, I think, look, in the next five to 10 years, I could see baseball expanding to uh, one or two more teams potentially just to have continued growth. But we will see. Um, kind of rounding out our episode here. One quick, uh, one quick yeah. note. Uh, the new Bowman Chrome baseball cards that kind of came out, uh, they have a one-of-one one Tom Brady in a Montreal Expos jersey as a catcher very rare card yet to be pulled is it a uh uh is it autograph it's not autograph surprisingly okay and there's no there's no patch there's no patch you just have to pull it which is no 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 patch like a uniform no patch patch. patch. interesting yeah bowman chrome yeah they put one tom brady in a catcher exposed are you are you are you chasing it Ah, uh, no. I've opened so many boxes of cards and 
you know, I, I pulled a Gunnar Henderson autograph rookie card that I sold for a hundred bucks. That was probably my best pull okay. from all my cards. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not you're not chasing that. Okay, fair enough. I, I'm just collecting one player and one player only, but his name will Who? not. I can't say. Oh, he's, once he's uh he's starting and he's he's the name that everyone's talking about. Then I'll show you that card. So this person's in the minors. Uh, he's actually in the NFL. There's one baseball player I'm I collected hardcore Tuki Toussaint. Do you remember him, the pitcher in baseball? Yeah, yeah. He was on the Braves no. for a while, and then uh, the Angels picked him up. He pitched for them last year. I got two of his really rare rookie cards. I think he's doing really well in the minors this year for the Indians, so he might get called up again. But so you're so the person you're collecting plays is in the NFL. The, yeah, the guy who I'm hardcore collecting. Like, if this guy turns into Patrick Mahomes, I'm buying – I'm getting a show – I'm getting an Otani contract, basically. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, okay, good to know. I did not I – I thought it was a, a baseball, but uh, NFL. He's not baseball guy. Actually, what I, what I originally thought was I thought he was, he was an NFL player, but he also played baseball. Oh, Bo Jackson. And, yeah, I thought it was like another bow, but apparently not. Okay, good enough. That would have been, cool. been cooler though if it was. <laughs> that would be because then I feel like people would know, be like, "Oh yeah, there's a guy out there who plays both sports," and we know. Yeah, that about. doesn't happen anymore. That was uh, no. there's too much talent now. Do you uh, kind of? This is definitely not on the same topic, but uh, Aaron Boone got tossed again. Uh, I just want to round out our our show with a nice little. Uh, uh, nice rounder outer. Do, <laughs> do you think he's like, do you think he's in line or do you think he's out of line whenever he just like gets tossed? Like, do you think he's, because there's some managers out there that have been like, they just love to argue. Like there is their sole purpose is just to get out there and fight for their team and they don't give a crap anything else. Um, but do you think he's like actually has valid arguments or what do you think his deal is? Um, you know, I like him as a manager. I thought he's doing a great job managing all the egos, even though they haven't won anything in a lifetime. But so actually, is he doing a good job? Because they do have all the talent in the world. Uh, I don't know. I think he's fine. He's a pretty well-mannered man in my, you know, when I watch him. So if he's, if he's arguing about something, it must be something wrong, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I tend to agree with that. I just feel like he – it feels like every time I turn on SportsCenter, he's getting tossed. Like I don't know how – I kind of want to look up how many, how often he gets tossed. Uh, I'm just curious. Uh, this Okay, so – since taking over at the Yankees manager in 2018, that seems like he's been managing longer. Uh, he's been ejected 30 times. Wow. 30 times in 760 games. No other manager has been ejected more than 23 times. So he does like to get ejected. Um, so he got ejected for the fourth time this season during Thursday night game. And actually, this this actually brings up my last point. This is what I was I was building everything to. Robo umpires, yeah, they're they're being tested in the minors right now. Um, but 
so I actually watched a game or like a highlight of a game when they, they were testing it out. And there is an umpire back there. And then the catcher can appeal if he doesn't like the call. Um, but if there are no umpires, so I don't know if they're actually going to have an umpire back there or not. It makes sense that they should, because if there's a play at the plate, they still need an umpire to make that call. Right. Um, but I was thinking like, there's no way to argue with an umpire. Like what is Aaron Boone going to do? You know, <laughs> he's just going to yell at a, at a robo ump and nothing's going to happen. Um, but yeah. Do you, do, what are you, are you, are you a fan of the robo umps? Oh, they, they need robo umps because for like a pitcher to go up Oh one or Oh two in the count when he throws two balls outside, but the umpire gives him strikes completely changes the dynamic of a bat. Even if it's Oh and one, as opposed to one and Oh, right. and uh, I, I saw in the minors, maybe this was last year, but they allowed batters to challenge pitches and they could like, you know, go like that. And then they'd go to the jumbotron and then they'd show where the pitch went with the yep. state. And they should have that in the major leagues if they're not going to have robo-umps because they can't have umps be blowing calls. Like, it completely changes no, true. Game. And, I mean, look, I'm, I don't think this is going to change the um, what I'm about to say, but I think it does change definitely the dynamic. But the thing that comes to my head, too, is, like, maybe pitchers go – they pitch longer in games, right? If they're getting more strikes called – if they're getting more outs, they have less pitches and there's less missed calls, then maybe they go long. Maybe they don't pitch a complete game, but maybe they pitch another inning or something like that. True. Um, it, it could go the other way, too. Instead of getting the calls, they're now balls. It's true. Know? But, yeah, I hear you. I do think it is. it would be beneficial. I do think they still need the umpire behind there um, for a lot of different reasons. But yeah, if we can just, it would speed the game up too, right? Oh, yeah. And okay. also, I don't know how I feel about the like called, you know, uh, check swing. Like, if we can get, we can figure that out too, because a lot of times that's a really hard call to make for either a first or third base umpire. Uh, the check, the check swing. Um, like I th- if we can get a, a robe an ump a robo ump to make those calls, that would be helpful too. Yeah. yeah. But I mean that like happens only a few times a game, but I hear you. Yeah. But you know, uh when the Giants played the Dodgers in the play- playoffs a couple years ago, that ended the game. Yeah. With uh yeah. So yeah. It would be nice, but uh, these are things we can wish for. Uh for folks that are watching, um Let's see. We got to check how many likes we have on our show right now. So bear with me uh, while we check this out. Uh, but you make sure you uh, there's a link in the description to sign up for uh, two free tickets to an MLB game of your choice. Um, so make sure that you sign up for that. Also, uh, we are only at 11 likes right now so we are not going to be doing a 25 dollars gift card um but we will be doing a gift card giveaway on playback so make sure uh if you guys want to click playback right now the link in the, is in the description you can head over there we are live there right now um you have to make an account 
sign in um, and try to connect your TV provider. We are going to be doing a giveaway uh, over there very shortly. Uh, Munt, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, I want to know in the next week, we may not, we're not going to see each other for at least a week probably, right? Unless something crazy in the world happens and I run into you at the Apple Pan or something like that. Um, tell folks, what games are you excited for? Well, the Dodgers are playing the Yankees this weekend. Oh, is that this weekend? Yeah, that's this weekend. I'm okay. pretty sure. I'll always stay in the present, so I'll look ahead. But yeah, I heard tickets are really expensive to that one. Maybe, I'm sure uh, they are. You can give your two user free users <laughs> <to> that game. <laughs> Well, I we haven't pulled the winner yet, so they can't win that. But besides the besides the Dodgers Yankees, what other games are you looking forward to in the next week? I mean, or you're look, just you're just looking at tomorrow, maybe not yeah, even maybe tomorrow. I'm, I'm only at tonight, to be honest. I'm still tonight. Up. Who are you looking forward to watching? I'm looking for the Angels to score another seven runs. They're up two to one right now, but they should continue to lay it on the Astros. And why do you need them to score seven more runs? Uh, you know, I just mixed up my daily fantasy rosters. And when I saw okay. that they pulled Valdez, I'm like, all right, time to put a lot of angel hitters on the squads. So okay. don't, they got it. They're fine. All right. So the angels score seven more runs. What's the score right now? Two to one. Two to one. All right, angels. All right. Otani's got to hit some bombs and trout. There we um, go. <laughs> Mon, thank you for coming on the show. Um, glad to see you as always with your expert advice and opinions. Go to beastome.com if you want some personalized advice from Munt. Uh, folks that are watching, we are going over to playback. So make sure you click the link, head over to playback, and uh, we will see you over there. And if you're not, then we will see you next time on the Triple Cross Podcast Baseball Edition. And until next time, enjoy the rest of your night. See you guys. All right.